Which skills or technologies should students learn besides raw programming skill? Hey there, I'm Ian Douglas. I'm the author of the website, techinterview.guide, and I'm here to help people with career advancement and interview preparation. My live stream on Twitch covers topics such as company research, how to build resumes and cover letters, applying for the job, getting through interviews, and what to do during negotiations. I've coached thousands and thousands of people over the years to get jobs at the biggest tech companies in the industry, and I'm here to help you too. The following episode is taken from a longer live stream event and may contain interactions with other people in chat. Check out the end of the episode for more information. Let's get to it. We had a good question come in from chat. It says, what skills should you learn on your own time that would be expected to land a first-time job or internship outside of just the programming? And then went on to clarify, for example, which tools would be expected or which other software should you be familiar with, such as SQL? I'm a student, so I feel like I miss, might be missing what's used in the actual workplace. It's a fantastic question. The more skills and tools that you have, the more you're going to stand out as a candidate compared to other new students. At the same time, I want to caution, you shouldn't feel like you have to know all the things before you even apply for that job. A lot of companies are going to recognize that when you are new in the industry, you're going to have a lot of things to learn, and that's totally okay. They know that they're going to be training you on things, and that's okay. You shouldn't feel like you have to know everything just to just to go get that job. It would be like me, like, you know, combing my hair and styling up my hair just to go get a haircut. It's like, like you know, you don't have to. I mean, that's kind of their their job to, to some degree is to, is to train you and to build you into the type of software developer that they want on their team. At the same time, you will stand out a little bit more the more of these tools that you know. The caution that I tend to give on the channel here, on the, on the live stream, is you don't want to expand your breadth of knowledge too early in your career, and you do want to go fairly deep on the knowledge of the things that you do know. So whatever programming language you know, you want to know that really well. Whatever framework you've learned, you want to know that really well. But there are other tools that are absolutely used every day on the job that will be beneficial. I don't think it would be a showstopper, as we would call it, if you don't have that skill. So things that I'm thinking of that you're going to use on a very regular basis would be things like Git. Using the terminal, like understanding how to work in like a command line shell. Having a good understanding of some of those shell commands is going to be helpful. Knowing how to use git on a command line is going to be helpful. Knowing how to start and stop like web servers and web services and things like that will be helpful. I was hanging out on a stream the other day and they were talking about like, you know, you have to know Docker and you have to know this technology and you have to know about caching and you have to know this and you have to know that and you have to know 15 other things. And I'm like, you just stopped like single-handedly you just stopped a whole bunch of people from ever applying for a job because they feel that they've got to go learn all of these things just to go get a job and that's not the case you can get a job with just programming skills where all you know is a programming language and a framework you know whether it's front end or back end knowing a little bit about apis maybe a little bit about databases maybe a little bit about git but you don't have to be a super expert on things. They know that you're an entry-level dev, and that's okay. 
That's the expectation that you're, when they're interviewing you, they're finding the limits of your knowledge. That's their job as the interviewer. And then from there, they're trying to figure out, okay, the skills that you do have, how do they fit in on the team? Is this really what we're looking for on the team? What kind of help and support are we going to need to give? And then they're going to compare you against every other applicant and say, okay, this person needs this much support. This person needs this much support. Person A brings this kind of skill. Person B brings that kind of skill. Who do we want on the team? And then they make that decision. I think it's important though that it's understood that they, they know that they're going to have things to teach you. And they want to make sure that they've got the right kind of people on the team to offer the support that you're going to need to get that job and, and to do well at that job. If they hire you and you don't have a bunch of skill and they give you a bunch of work with an expectation that you're going to be able to learn that stuff completely on your own, to some degree, they're setting you up for failure. But you do need to have initiative. You do need to be able to go and learn things on your own. But you also need to have the support there that when you need help, you can get help. So as far as the other tools, I, I listed a few. So mentioning Git, mentioning Shell, like the terminal, um, or if you're on Windows, like you know, using uh, PowerShell or the command prompt uh, would be helpful. But on Linux and Mac, knowing how to get into the terminal and, and being comfortable around going through directory structures, knowing how to you know, process files and, and do simple things with files, like how to create a new file, how to create and remove directories, um, how to list files, how to go locate files, just some basic, you know, sort of entry kinds of things for Linux or Unix type prompts is going to, is going to do very well for you. Git, I think is going to be more and more an expectation on the job. If you don't know Git, I think you're going to be at a disadvantage, frankly. I think Git is such a used tool, like it's used so much on the job nowadays and and whether it's like github or bitbucket or or you know like how and where they s sort of store the git repositories is going to vary from company to company they may host host their own they may have it on github they may not be on github for reasons they may put it on bitbucket or somewhere else um or they may not use anything at all but if you at least have an understanding of what git is and why git is used then I think you're, you're going to be able to adapt to whatever else they might be using, whether it's Mercurial or Subversion or whatever. But Git is by far the most popular one these days. From there, I mean, other things that would put you at an advantage would be things like software testing, being able to write a little bit of documentation and understanding, um, you know, a little bit of like system communication, like how does this service talk to this service like what's that transport layer besides just being json like how is it actually transported and things like that but again that's starting to get into more deep technological things that you know when you start listing all that stuff out people are like oh you know clearly i'm not ready i need to go spend another two three four months six months learning all of that before i'm going to be ready to even apply for a job no you can go apply for the job now companies will train you on what you don't know but they need to know that you have value that you bring to them. And that's what you need to communicate most in the interview, that you have value, you're bringing it to them. You can learn things, you can learn things quickly. You are coachable and you are teachable and you are confident in what you know. You know that you don't know everything 
That's all you need to present in that interview. So please don't feel that you've got to go look at these lists and say, you know, you must know these 20 things to be a front-end developer. You must know these 50 things to be a full-stack developer because you'll never feel ready because you get to like number 45 on that list of 50 and someone else is going to come out with a different list of 50 and you're going to find things on that list that you don't know either and it's going to keep you from applying for jobs or feeling confident about applying for those jobs. Hopefully you found that helpful. That's that's my take on it. It's it's dangerous, frankly, when you're trying to get into the industry to see those lists of like, you have to know these 20 things. They're, they're basically gaslighting and gatekeeping at that point saying, you are not a developer unless you know these 20 things. And that can be very dangerous for our industry because it keeps people away. The other thing that I would probably mention that I didn't address in that answer is how much of this should you learn on your own time? If you've got a job, learn that stuff on the job. It's going to make you a more valuable employee. If you don't yet have a job in tech, then everything that you're learning is on your own time. Um, and so there is a balance in there as far as how much you should learn and how you, how much you should learn and how you should learn those things will, uh, will vary a lot. Thanks for checking that out. I hope that you found it helpful. I always appreciate feedback, so please let me know what you think. I appreciate any subscriptions, so please tell your friends and colleagues about it as well. Check out the website techinterview.guide for more information about when I'm live streaming and all of my free content. Drop by a live stream anytime to ask questions or message me privately, whatever makes you most comfortable. See you next time.